What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. This week on the show, we have a dude I've been trying to hunt down since the moment I heard the first bar on his first video that he ever put out called Dreams. His name is Kaz. I've been bugging their camp to get him on this show forever because I think he's super talented. But first things first, if you are a Dreamville fan or a Kaz fan, tuning in for the first time this is your warning that i'm about to talk about myself for about 15 minutes and update the followers of the show with what has been happening in my boring life so if you're just looking for the interview fast forward for a while until you hear a beat and when you hear the beat that means the interview's about to start that being said if you are one of those loyal listeners that i was just talking about Make sure you go to patreon.com slash kind of neat and kick in like a, you know, a buck or two per episode. Somebody sent me an email that was very sweet. And they're like, you know what, man, I've been listening for so long. I feel like I had to go pledge. And he said, it feels like buying me a beer every show or every month. And that's tight. Buy me a beer. That's the way that we'll look at it. Just buy me a beer. If you want to just like donate money and you don't want to pledge forever, you can go to paypal.me slash kind of neat. All right. That's it of uh, the advertisements. That's all I will do. What has been going on with me? Some great things as far as like comfort in my life go. I bought an air conditioner, which I know I've been like complaining about my apartment being too hot for the whole six years that I've lived in it, which is crazy. I need to get a new apartment. Six years is too long to live in one place, but I am a, I burrow in. I just kind of like, I move into a place and I just never want to move because moving is my least favorite thing to do. And so I have these weird windows that are like shutter windows that they think of like a Venetian blind. I think that's the kind of blind that like flips up and down. But that's how my windows are. They're like panes of glass where you push them up so that then they become like then they block the weather. And then you but it's like 10 different panes of glass rather than just two that slide up and down. So I couldn't buy a window unit. What I bought was one of those standalone AC units that has a big ass hose that goes out the window. So it takes up a lot of fucking space, which kind of sucks. And the tube is very, like, big and ugly, so it kind of hurts my aesthetic OCD. But that being said, it has been keeping my apartment nice and cool, and it has been keeping me sane while I sit home and email people about this show or work on other various projects. So shout-outs to ACs. I should have done it a long time ago. took a lot of rigging of the window. Like, I had to kind of... uh, I just kind of had to like tape a lot of stuff and do a lot of weird shit since the windows are all fucking awkward, but it's been a real lifesaver, even though this hasn't been a very hot summer, which is crazy because the summer is pretty much over already. I feel like it just started. I haven't even really had any beach season yet, but kids are going back to school, which means I'm about to go ride some fucking roller coasters at uh, Magic Mountain because I got that season pass swagger. So you might catch me on a Monday up at Magic Mountain. Come holler at me. Yeah, I can't believe that the summer's already over. It feels like it, we haven't even really had that serious heat wave yet, which makes me think we're about to have a wild Indian summer. All right, other shit that has been happening. Since I got home from my brother's wedding, I started looking at some of the photos of the wedding, and man, I look like shit in all of these pictures. I look like the fucking penguin. Like, I had to wear suspenders, which I told you guys previously, and they were not doing anything for your boy's physical physique. And I had shaved my beard right beforehand, so I just look 
oh man, I just look terrible. These are not how, this is not the pictures that I want to be set in stone for life. So I had a bit of a panic moment and went, I need to like change my lifestyle because as you guys know, I just turned 35 and I've been walking around at about 230 pounds now for, I don't know, the last five or six years. Like if you've paid close attention, you know that my physical fitness and my mental health kind of work hand in hand, but on opposite spectrums. Like I'm usually, if you see me and I look fat and jolly, that's usually when I'm like not working out that much and eating whatever. And that counterintuitively usually means that I'm feeling the most comfortable in my skin and have not been uh, having crazy anxiety and depression and whatever. And then when I am having wild fits of depression and boredom and anxiety and loneliness, I go work out at the gym like a fucking maniac. And that's when I slim down. So right now I'm trying to like fight that because I haven't really been going through too much depression shit or anxiety shit. Like I've been pretty even keel, but I also have been like, all right, I'm 35. I've been walking around 30 pounds heavier than I should be walking around for five years. So I came home and changed my eating habits because I've always kept like trying to stay fit at the gym and work out a little bit, but I just have always eaten like a pig. So what I started doing was basically a mixture of just trying to eat more like superfoods and also cut my portions, which is like, sounds like such an easy idea, easy, dumb idea, but I'm the type of person where like, I grew up in a house with three dudes and one woman and we just if you didn't eat fast enough, you didn't get seconds. And my mom kind of always had us in the mentality of like, if there's free food, eat it. Like this kind of like, you never know where your next meal is coming from type of attitude. So, I mean, I'm the type of dude to eat until I feel like I'm going to fucking explode. Literally. Like I just, I, I will be so uncomfortable after I eat because I'll go to a place and if there's a giant plate of food or a food challenge, I'm trying to do that shit. You know, like if it's a buffet or something or I'm on set and there's like just a craft service table, like I will be at it all fucking day. So I've been trying to incorporate a lot more acai berries into my life and chia seeds. I've been making fucking chia pudding with almond milk and shit and then chopping up bananas and blueberries and stuff. I've been basically eating, waking up, eating a nice healthy breakfast of either like a smoothie or a, or a chia uh, fucking pudding, whatever. Go work out. And I've been doing two a days where I'll go hike these stairs at Baldwin Hills and then I'll go to the gym after that and then go home have a smoothie, little sandwich or something, and then make a dinner. But when I make, when I've been making dinner, instead of going out to eat, what I used to do is I would, I would cook like a pound of chicken and sides and shit. And I would eat the whole fucking pound of chicken in one sitting. And what I'm starting to realize now as an older man, whose metabolism is slower is, uh, I'm eating too much. So I've been splitting those meals that I would eat in one sitting into three meals. I'll, I'll put it put it away in the fridge, fucking eat like, you know, if I make fajitas for myself, I'll eat two fajitas, put the rest in the fridge. And then I got a lunch fajita the next day and a fucking dinner and a couple of dinner fajitas the next night. You know what I mean? Like stretching it out into three meals instead of one. And it's been working. I've lost 10 pounds in, a, in the last three weeks or so since I started um, really being more careful about it. I've already lost 10 pounds. So I'm down to 220. I want to be down to 200. When I'm down to 200, Y'all motherfuckers better watch out. Your boy is going to look like, you know, fucking Brad Pitt or George Clooney without the hair. And I'm going to end up as like a middle-aged J. Crew model. And it is going to really 
just be a new phase in my life of being handsome, just being like a handsome LA yuppie looking dude. It's going to be so great. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I figure just where I'm getting at in my life, like if I don't take care of it now, I'm going to be playing catch up for the rest of my life because you get to a certain point and you can just never get rid of that. And, you know, diabetes runs in my family and shit, and I'm not trying to be a part of that. So there we go. That's what I've been up to. I've been working out and eating better and, uh, yeah, just trying to fucking stay sane. Yeah, I've been sober as well. I haven't had a drink in, I can't even remember, like I think uh, at least a few months, you know, I've been, and I've been seeing a gal, which is nice too. I don't really talk about my love life too much, but I have been seeing a, seeing a girl, which has been going pretty good. So things are good, man. And you know what? There's a big festival in town this week. And I think that I got a few pretty cool rappers lined up to be on the show. So hopefully there'll be a lot of kind of neat content coming up. And I, and I think I'm finally going to redesign the website as well. And I don't know. Things have been slow career-wise and, and, and work-wise, and so I've been trying to like speed them up personal life-wise and just take care of myself while I'm not taking care of work. And uh, yeah, so, so hopefully I'll rededicate myself to kind of neat and get you guys some more episodes. Blah, blah, blah. My guest today, Kaz, like I said, the very first moment that I heard his first song, I went, oh shit, got to get this guy on the show. And he instantly went on to get signed to dreamville which is j cole's label which is a pretty impressive feat his first video is such a good song and so well done that like the whole industry was kind of frothing over it and um things have been moving fast for him in the last couple years but the thing is he's a an la dude he's from south central he's from 65th and western and believe it or not i used to spend some time there so we had some similar we had some I mean, I just, I just had, uh, I have a little insight into the area, not a lot. And he was able to kind of open that insight even more having grown up there. And I think you get an interesting look into LA and, uh, and also just, you learn a lot about this dude who has a real bright future. So at this point, without further ado, let's just get into my conversation with our new buddy cause. just got back from Lollapalooza? Lollapalooza was crazy. Tell me about it. Crazy, bro. Uh, performed on, I think it was like a four-day thing, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I performed Thursday. Uh, it was dope. Like I said, bro, the shit, I didn't expect. Um, I went on early, too, so I didn't really expect people to, a lot of people to be there, but it was a lot of people there. Yeah. They knew the words. Like, it was love, bro. And then uh, I stayed for the for the <laughs> for the last three days just to kick it. You know what I mean? Just party and shit. How party was that? Party and shit. It was crazy, bro. Do you like festivals? Too many, I love them, bro. Yeah. I'm a festival dude. I, I already I ain't been to too many until I got signed and started rapping. So like, yeah. um. So now you get to go as like VIP. Yeah, like I get to go the right way, like on some regular, not regular, but um, on some yeah VIP shit. Right. That that's the the way to that's do the it. Best way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best way to do it for sure. Yeah. yeah is that right. is that like the biggest festival you've been on the bill for? Probably. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Lala, yeah. For sure. But you've already been getting to play some probably big ass shows. Yeah. Like touring with Cole and shit. Cole definitely probably the biggest tour I've been on. Um, the 2014 Forest Hills Drive Tour last year. 
we was on that shit for like six months. Yeah. Or whatnot. So there was a lot of people on there too. It was like YG, Big Sean, Pusha, Janae, um, Jeremiah. Wow. It's a lot of cats, bro. Yeah, that's very elite right there. Very elite. And that was in 2014? That was in 2015. Oh, 15, okay. <laughs> it would have been crazy if it was. That was 2015. I was like, damn. I, yeah, because really you just kind of burst onto the scene in 2014, right? In 2014, yeah. And I'm sure there's like stories. Uh, I'm sure there's work behind the scenes before that. But like you came on the scene just kind of kaboom, right? Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was fast, bro. Like I didn't have no, I didn't have any you no know, credibility, no projects, no name, period, before I dropped Dreams. So, you know, like. But there was something about that that video and that song. Like I like I was telling you earlier, like the moment that I heard your voice just go, always had dreams of being rich, huh? I didn't even have to get to like the second bar before I was dope. like, oh, this is like, this is something. Dope, dope. Right? Yeah, like yeah. you had to feel I, that when you recorded that. When I, when I made it, man. When I, I remember when I made it the night. And that was like the first um, like song song I made that I felt was like a real song right before that it was a bunch of like freestyles and like um just rapping bro like barred up and sh- you know what I'm saying like yeah. I didn't really know how to structure a song so Dreams is like my first official song song and I was like dog like when I when I made it that night I went back to the crib showed the homies I'm like bro I love this shit I said damn dog like I think I got something here bro yeah <laughs> I think we got it so, yeah. I mean, I agree. Like I told you off air, like as soon as I heard it and that was like I was just trying to find any way to like reach out to get you on the show. Because I was like, this fool Duh. is like it's just legit. Like yeah. it has it's it sounds like so new, but also so uh, or like so modern, but also so kind of like rooted in tradition. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. bars and, and but also just like the the imagery and the raps, like everything just yeah. kind of struck for me. Appreciate but also it. what I loved about it was the video just looked so legitimately South Central. Like, I yeah. would imagine that was in... South your, Central. That was in your yeah. homie's... Like, somebody, somebody's... Yeah, I was on a homie block. Uh, driveway. Yeah, I was yeah. at the homie career. I was the homie career. Right. Because uh, you're from over, like, what, on 65th? 65th and Western. 65th and Western. Yeah, in the Western. So, I, I'm actually kind of familiar with that area. Okay. But believe it or not, you wouldn't think that a I, fucking, I wouldn't, but... A cracker like <laughs> yeah. me would know about 65th and Western. I believe you. One of my best friends before I even moved to L.A., we used to live on 57th and Western. Really? So I used to come down to L.A. and stay there all the time. Yeah. And it's it's definitely like a culture shock for someone like me to like mm-hmm. go there yeah. and I would definitely be like the only white person around. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? For but, sure. You might see those uh, couples... Uh, what's the word? Stragglers. Yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, it seems like a stressful place to grow up to me. Was it? Um, yeah, but like when you live in it and that's all you know, it's not. You know what I mean? You just you adjusting like they call that relative happiness. Exactly. Yeah. So it is what it is. It's like we don't even think about it like that. We ain't like damn, I'm stressed out. We be stressed out. Right. All certain situations here and there, like, but you know, you something you get used to, and you just live that life, and it's like cool. And then you don't really realize. Like, you know, how bad or, like, how stressed you was until you get out of that life and you see other shit. You start traveling, right. you meet different people, and you're like, damn, like, this is not it. Like, this is not all that's going on. Right. And I learned that kind of early, though, because the mom's, like, um, she would take me out the hood a lot as a kid. Like, she would take me to the beach and, like, just let me see. Like, we always lived in the hood, but, like, she would, like, take me places to see, like, show me, like, look, there's, there's other shit out there. You should work hard and get about this motherfucker. She didn't think it was going to be rap. But, um, you know. What did out. she think it was going to be? And, you know, just regular shit, bro. School, college. Yeah. All that boring shit, bro. And it, just was, it was never me. I've always been a rebel. My mom was pretty strict. 
Yeah. Love her to death, but she was really, really strict. And she wanted me on that, that whole school path. And, like, I was, like, I was a good kid, but, like, you know, at the same time I was a rebel, I was in a bad environment. i never been a product of my environment. I grew up in the, I always say I grew up in the streets, but I'm not a street nigga. You know what right. I mean? So, uh, yeah, you can hear it. I hear you say it in your lyrics a yeah, lot. Like, you're around where the Crips are, but you're not a Crip, like, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. That neighborhood, what is that, Rolling uh, 60s? Yeah, 60 Crip. Okay, so... How, like well first off i want to say like uh it's interesting that you immediately went to oh my mom took me to the beach because one of my questions was going to be like did yeah. you ever get out and like go to the beach because yeah, i always hear about out. so many kids from that area that have never even never been to the been. beach i right. mean it'd been a minute for like it was a while right i think my first time going to the i can't remember the first time going to the beach honestly but um where would you go manhattan uh, whatever yeah. Doc Wilder, Manhattan okay. we, I went to all Venice You know what I mean Venice to walk around Type shit yeah. If I wanted to get in the water My mom would take me to You know Manhattan Her mouth Where it's a little nicer Yeah um, You know if I wanted to get in But that was later on in life And like um, Not even later bro. I went or, uh, Like she, she used to take me Like on She, she would take me But I didn't know how to swim Until um, It was funny First time Going to the beach Like um, I was terrified of the water. Of course. Terrified, bro. I was like, That's don't a different monster. Not. Yeah, my uncle was with me. He like carried me to the I was screaming like, bro, get the f off me, dad. Oh, I mean, yeah, particularly yeah. Doc Wilder, Manhattan and them. Uh, they got big waves. Waves, yeah, bro. I just big. wasn't fucking with it. I, you can't see what's in the ocean. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. But um so I learned how to that's what made her pay for me to learn how to swim at eight. I used, I used to swim at Westchester Park. Uh -huh. And she uh, they taught me how to swim over there. So Yeah. yeah I mean just some of the some of the visuals in your rhymes are like so if you know that area, like you say, oh, at the food for less, not the Whole Foods yep. type thing. Like I've been to that food for less right <laughs> yeah, there. You know, Slauson. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Growing up right in that area in the 90s, I, I feel like so many average Americans get their kind of like kind of their forecast of the hood from rap music, you know what I mean? And I feel like by 96, after the riots had taken place and after Tupac and Biggie had both gotten shot, I feel like the the concept of West Coast gangsterism had kind of been pushed to the side a little bit and maybe people thought that, like, the area was cleaning up or something, but, like, was it still pretty fucking intense as you're growing up there? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if it was as intense. I mean, I didn't really. I didn't grow up. In, I'm born in '93, so I can't really, really say. But right, yeah, like it's still just like niggas. It's still the uh, same. Yeah, yeah, huh? people. Wow, yeah, people be, you know, people do their thing out there, bro. So right, know, it's, you know, I think it did get a little better. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it's not as. I don't think it's as. Crazy as the as late crazy 80s. as it was, yeah. you know what I mean, right? But it's still a lot of crazy shit going down, and mm -hmm. you know. So, how did you? What was your? What was your childhood passions? Like, what were you into as a kid? Sports and stuff. Yeah, uh, I did a lot of sports, bro. Like, I played football. I ran track. I, I played basketball. I did baseball. I, I played soccer for a year. Like, I even know how to surf. Like. I know how to swim, like you know what I mean. I did. I was athletic, like that was my whole thing. Yeah. But I can't really say that was my passion. It was just something that my mom had me doing a lot. And I was, I was, I'm really athletic, like just naturally. naturally. I'm an athletic kid, and I yeah. was in bed. Like I hold records. I got records in my high school for track and shit like that. So it wasn't your passion, uh, but your mom probably recognized that it's like a way to like keep you fucking occupied. Just to keep me occupied, yeah. she would put me like I played at Van Ness Park right down. You know Van Ness Park? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I played at Van Ness Park on uh, Van Ness and Slauson. Yeah. You know, I uh, swam at Jesse Owens okay. <laughs> on Western. Like, So um, 
I was always busy with the sports thing, but I didn't really have. I used to draw a lot. I could say that. I'm about to say I didn't have no passions because like, I loved doing the sports thing, but I don't think I loved it. Like you know what I mean? It wasn't something that I wanted to do it wasn't deep your down dream. for like my yeah, it wasn't my dream. But right. I did used to draw a lot. Like I was always like artistic deep down inside without even me really noticing. So like I used to draw a lot. And, Were there art programs um, in the schools where you're growing up? Yeah, 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 of course. It's, yeah, it's art programs, but um, I wasn't. You didn't get into them. I didn't do What'd it. you used to draw? Yeah, whatever, bro. A lot yeah. of cartoon type shit. Like, uh, I used to draw the Dragon Ball Z characters. I used to draw uh, whatever I saw, like cartoons. Like, it could be yeah. whatever. I used to challenge myself. Like, man, that shit looks hard. Uh-huh. I'm gonna try to draw that. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I was really good. I never traced nothing, but I was really good at like looking at something and drawing that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then I started venturing off into trying to make my own characters and shit like that. But then it kind of died off. Like, in uh, when did I stop drawing, bro? Probably like middle school when I started getting a little bad. Right. <laughs> right. I started getting into other shit. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard you mention your mom a few times. Was dad around? Yeah, my pops was around. He was around. Uh, yeah, my pops was around. He yeah. was there. He was there. But he, um, he just wasn't too, like, he from Nigeria. Okay. And he's very, very quiet. Uh-huh. And he laid back. And he really, he... I didn't really get to know him till now until I got older. You know no what shit. I mean? Like, he was there, but, like, yeah. we never, like, talked. Like, he was on some, like... Like, when you say there, living in the house, like, folks yeah, were married Yeah, he had money. Like, yeah, yeah they was married. They, it was a terrible, like... It was a terrible household, bro. Like, um, as far as, like, the environment and... It, it was just not a stable relationship between my mom and dad. Yeah. But they fought every fuck. Since I was little, they never got along. That's how my they, folks were, Yeah, too, they man. never got along. Yeah. It was fights every day, every night. Uh, you you know, got siblings? Yeah, I got a sister and a brother. Uh, are you the middle or the oldest? Middle. Middle, yeah. Middle child. Right. Um, so, you, yeah, so you grow up in a house where you just hear fighting all the time. Fighting all the time, How'd they meet? Do you know? <laughs> in the club. In the club? <laughs> they met in the club, man. My, yeah. my dad, he came out here when he was 18. Uh-huh. And, um, to do what? Do you know? Just, you know, they. I, th- I think in Africa, Nigeria, he always told me, like, they thought America, mom, he didn't tell me, my mom used to tell me, like, um, they used to think, like, America streets was, like, paved with gold and right. like, shit like that. So it was just like they wanted to get out of Africa and, you know, come to America for opportunity. So yeah. I guess I assume that he just thought it was better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So they meet in the club, fall in love, and have three kids. What What did he do for work? <laughs> I don't know how that went. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, uh, he, as long as I've been aware and able to be aware as a kid, he's, he's drove for a living. Uh, he used to drive for prime time, and prime time he, I don't know if they still have prime time. I don't even know what that is. It's the the shuttles for the for the airport. And oh. Now it's super shuttle. You know, oh, okay. super shuttle, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be prime time. I don't know if they still got prime time, but it was prime time. And uh, he moved up to super shuttle. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, he's just been driving. My whole life. What, before what? that, I know he went to school before he met my mom's, and I think he was scamming and shit too. Right, because um, everybody in LA has hustles. Yeah, you know he was he was hustling out. Yeah. He was doing his thing, scamming and shit. So I, I got put on game with that early. And, right. What's uh, what's your mom do? Uh, she work at Kaiser now. She was receptionist at Kaiser. Okay. Um, before that, she had all type of jobs. Like she didn't have no like real career, but you know she. Just held it jobs. down. Held it down. Right. Hustle, hustle. Right, right. Uh-huh. And so you were, were you uh, born just like, that's where you lived your whole life was 65th and Western? Yeah, actually, um, I was I was born in Inglewood. I lived in Inglewood. I can't remember the street. Yeah. But I lived in Inglewood until I was six. Six, I moved over to 65th and Western. I've been living there since. And uh-huh. I moved out of there. When my mom and dad finally did separate at 16, uh-huh. um, I moved over to Redondo Beach oh, no at shit. 16, and I moved back at 18. But yeah, I moved. I went to school over there like, 
just so happens funny in, um, in eighth grade I just so happened to start doing a little better in school yeah I went to Overright Middle School it was in Westchester and all the homies was going to Westchester High that's where you go after Overright like that's the, the high school you go to uh-huh. right yeah so all the homies there's one big my mom like yo uh, I, I gotta go to West Side. I don't homies going to girls, right. blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? She's like, hell no. Nah. Like, Cause you already, you already had your comfort up. zone. Yeah, I was kind of like, homies. She's like, nah, like, you rough years here. So um, she applied for me to go to Maricosta. I got accepted. I did not want to go there, dog. I did not want to go to Maricosta. What's the process none, to get accepted? You just have to have the right grades and. Uh, you have to like do. You just any, have to have the right grades, bro. You, no, no, certain GPA and you know what I mean. Like yeah. they just, I don't know what the fuck it is, bro. This is, it makes me wonder, like, yeah, if fucking, do, are they like trying to do it where it's like the neighborhood displacement type thing, where they try to like accept a certain amount of kids from like impoverished neighborhoods or whatever? Probably like what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because you know, I was they they did we lie about the address? Nah, we didn't. Uh, I was on permit over there. Yeah, they knew it. Yeah, I just had the decent enough grades. Uh. I wasn't no dumb dude. I just didn't like doing work. Well, what was it in eighth grade that made you change your mind about school and buckle down? I don't know. Probably just punishment, man. Really? Know. Just being was on me, dog. She, you know, I don't know. So you didn't pay attention as a kid? Uh, I paid attention. It's just I didn't like doing homework. I didn't like doing nothing I didn't want to do. Yeah. And that's something I didn't want to do. If I wasn't interested in the subject, like if it was a subject like science and shit, I used to be interested in that type yeah. of shit. Like I love nature. I love all that type of shit like that. So I used to be mad interested in that type of stuff. But it was like math or like somebody in history or something. Yeah. Like I used to be like, I can learn this. I can study and know it. But it's not something I want to know about or I don't give a fuck about it. So right. like I didn't really care. Like what's the point? What's the fucking point? And, well, um, so did you find yourself reading more about subjects that you did enjoy? You know what I mean? Like in your free time? Uh, I always hear that. Yeah. I hear that from people that don't pay attention, or that like I, I didn't like school, but you know what? I read a lot. Yeah, I I, I ain't read in a long time, but yeah. I did used to have like my mom had mad books for me at the crib. Yeah, when I got on punished by couldn't watch TV. I only could read books, uh, so she would let me pick out my own books. Yeah, so I would pick out my own books, and I was interested, bro. When I read them, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was really interested in the books. I can't remember none of the fucking right, books dog. right now, but uh, I, I definitely. I definitely had a lot of a lot of years of reading That's and good. being on punishment. So. Right. So how does life change? Well, first and foremost, before you go to Miracosta, mm-hmm. uh, were you a troublemaker as a kid in detention a lot or anything like that? Uh, I wouldn't say I was a troublemaker, but I followed the crowd sometimes. I feel like I used to do shit because I feel like the cool niggas was doing this and doing that, and I was around the, the gang right. shit every once in a while. Like, my mom, had, she was strict. She used to try to have me in the house all the time. I used to sneak out the house and go to little parties around the corner and shit like that. And um, I wouldn't say I was—I never meant bad, but I would do shit, you know, that um, I wasn't supposed to be doing. Right. But, you know. Bringing that up again, how you were, like, kind of around the gangs, and you talk about it a lot on record, how you've, how you've been around it, but you've managed to avoid mm-hmm. the trappings of that. Like, how— how do you go about like staying out of that or like not letting that tempt you that lifestyle? Um, I just knew like just for me personally, I just knew that wasn't for me, dog. Like, yeah. I can't I can't go around. I'm just a cool dude. I'm not gonna go around just trying to press people and trying to beat niggas up for no reason all the time. Like right. if you from like I just like my freedom and I feel like um, like I said I'm a rebel. Like mm-hmm. when somebody tell me something, I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to be boxed in. And when you in a gang. Whatever you, you kind of box, you, you know what I'm saying. You kind of yeah. boxed in, like you can't go here and there. You know, like watching your back, and it's a right. lot of shit that goes with it. Right. And so it was just something that I knew wasn't for me. But me being a kid and young, I just like, oh, these niggas cool. And me, just personally, I'm like, in my heart and my head, I'm like, man, I ain't gonna let nobody step over me. Right. And this is what I gotta do for for people to respect me. That I'll do it. But like, you know, I I never game bang, but like I've been around and I tried to be 
with it and shit and like early like you know what I mean real early and I just found out that shit wasn't for me man just early on time. like you know what I'm saying like it just didn't resonate with me bro but I was I'm still cool with all them niggas that right. I do know banging right. I got cousins that banging is it one of those things though around that neighborhood well here's the thing like I've gotten banged on in that neighborhood randomly like driving really? well dude <laughs> I actually have a crazy story um, I fucking was driving my friend home to 57th and Western one time uh-huh. at like 3 in the morning and it was it's weird time. It, it, yeah it was after a show <laughs> you know I'm like I was like 25 probably like, uh-huh. I was a grown adult I had my head shaved already oh, yeah. and there had been some weird shit in that neighborhood I guess going on between black gangs and Hispanic gangs and it was it was like literally the block was hot it was mm-hmm. like a September and it's like fucking 90 degrees out at 3 in uh-huh. the morning so like motherfuckers were outside you know yeah. I'm so naive to that because I didn't grow up in that culture yeah. you know what I mean where I, I drive and I, I turn around the corner and I like notice there's some dudes on the corner but I don't think anything of it and I'm, I'm not gonna like look and like make any kind of weird eye contacts not my neighborhood straight up i'm just driving and i noticed my friend jump like from the passenger seat like almost over top of me and stick his head out the window and go it's cool it's cool no no i live in this neighborhood and i'm like what's happening <laughs> and apparently that like they started walking towards the car uh-huh. and like reached for something and he's like no no i live here you know me and they're like oh all right then yeah. and let us go so yeah, that well, story yeah, is it. to lead to the fact that like that neighborhood is a place where even if you're not involved, you still have to kind of like watch, watch out. out all the yeah, time, cause right? Te- like because they don't know. Like it's very territorial. That's how the LA gang shit works. It's like it's territories. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the 60 crib because I live on 65th Western yeah. and the 60 crib. Like it makes sense. It's all right neighborhood and you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's it's like that because even um, where where I shot Dreams video. It was an incident one time. I'm over there because I love him 65th. He lives on 106 uh-huh. in Western. And that's where the hunters stay. It's another yeah, gang. They right. crisp, but it's another gang. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm in a car with the homie and his uncle. And dude walk up to the car with a flashlight. Do, 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 knock my window. Where y'all from? Where you? Who you? I'm right. like, oh, we don't even bang. He's like, right, your window down. He had a, of course, he strapped up. Right. I'm like, and D, that's my homie name. He's like, oh, you know me, bro. I live right, I live right here, bro. Right. I live here. And so he's like, oh, for sure. And he left. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's it's real. Like, right. they take that shit serious, bro. Right. It's no joke. Right. <laughs> How many times have you had to talk yourself out of situations like that? Oh, I would man, imagine I got, as a kid, like, so many times. I got banged on, I got banged on the library. There's a library down the street from my house on Venice and, uh, in Florence. Yeah. I got banged on in there a couple of times. I used to have to walk to the barbershop. I used to walk and bust everywhere. Uh-huh. So, you know, and I looked like back then, I don't know about now, but back then I had a short haircut and I was playing the park, white tees, and like, I looked like, you know what I'm saying? I looked like a nigga that was banging or some like, shit. Like they so. might not believe you. Yeah, when you say like, you don't bang. yeah. So they, they asked me, you know, I, they, when I talk to them, they know, though. Like, yeah. I move over here, but I'm chilling, bro. Right, right. I don't do that. Yeah. I mean, the thing that also made me just think like that neighborhood is so stressful is that I, I remember also going, we were on our way to a show at one point mm-hmm. and uh, it was like nine o'clock or something. We were about to go to the El Rey. So we were about to go all the way from fucking South, South Central, like up to Hollywood, basically like mid city yeah. or I mean, uh, Miracle Mile. <clears throat> and uh, right as we're about to leave, a helicopter starts circling. Right. And then we go out to like, look, and they have uh coned off the block you know what i mean like yeah. like put the cones out uh-huh. and they're not letting traffic through on either side of the block right. and then uh it wasn't like swat but like some uh, like some cars came in and people uh were like sweeping this house that was like a trap house basically and a bunch of people got arrested and th- the the gist of the story is that we were stuck there from nine o'clock at night till 1 a.m and the with the helicopter circling the whole time and i'm just thinking 
and I, I look back on that now, like Jesus, man, as like a little kid having to hear the helicopters over a neighborhood like that, it's got to just be like something where you don't realize it at the time, but you look back and go, fuck, that was like a very intense childhood, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah, you heard all the time. It's so yeah. we used to. Like, yeah. like I said, I don't even think about that, but like, it's just something we used to. We'd cop it. Right. And like, uh, it would be nice we were. We would hear gunshots and my mom turn off all the lights. I said it in the rap. She turn off turn off all the lights. And we gotta hit the floor. And like she be like, mm-hmm. get on the floor, get off the bed, get on the floor, turn off all the lights. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it was a lot of instant light, and it was normal to us. It was just like ah, one of them nights again, cool. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit's over. Turn the lights on. Put on the TV. We good. You right. know what I mean? So like you said, like when you living in that and you used to it, you don't even notice. And you get out, you like damn, like, that shit ain't normal. Like this ain't some shit that anybody should be really living in. And you know. Yeah. Did you, uh, um, did you, where did you start finding out about rap music as a kid? It was just already around? It was always around. Always around. It was funny. I was watching 21 Savage. Yeah. In the future, he was like, man, just be a black. Like, you gonna yep. be around music. I love that. <laughs> That's dude. real. He said, if you're just in the hood, you just be rapping. You just make songs sometimes. Yeah, like, you just, like, you, like, you just around music. Being yeah. Black and cultural. Like, that's just our culture. It's music everywhere. Like, so I grew up on music, man. Right. Subconsciously, like, not even knowing how much I loved it. But I always loved music in the car. That was my favorite thing to do was right. listen to fucking music on the way to anywhere. We gotta have music Playing. always had an iPod, always had a CD player or something. So my friends that are that are from that area that are like t- uh, a ge- half generation older than you, like ten years older than uh-huh. you, they talk about like some of their favorite memories, like going to the Slauson um, Swap well, I Meet, mean, the Super Mall now, yeah. and, like buying tapes or buying CDs. Uh-huh. Was that? Did you ever go to? The, were you, was that like a part? I used of your to life? always is go to Slauson. Still cracking. I used to always go to Slauson, yeah. um, but I never went for CDs. I used to go. I, I used to school shop there like, okay. for clothes, like. Yeah. When I, my, my pops used to give me like two hundred for for school shopping, like um, in September. Yeah. So you know, back then to me that was a lot, but that's literally only like a pair of jeans and like right, two nowadays. pairs of jeans and like two shirt, two three shirts, right, or whatever for the whole school year. Like I wouldn't get no money, but you know what I mean. I right. would have to finesse and like I used to save my money and hustle candy and my little lunch tickets in middle school to try to get new clothes and shit like that. Yeah. And, um, but nah, Stasa Swami, that's home, bro. Like. I used to buy all my clothes with my homie Jay White. And um, now I still get my chains there, too. They sell real gold and shit. So I still go there to this day. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> tell, tell me about some of the best food spots in your neighborhood. Uh, put me on game. Ooh, shout out to Mama's Kitchen. I never went there as a kid, but Corey C., the homie Corey C. put me on game yeah. with that shit. Mama's Kitchen is pretty fire. Um, the spot I've ate at a couple of times is Woody's Barbecue. Woody's Barbecue is fucking fire. It's right down the street from the crib. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Woody's Barbecue. Uh, uh, there used to be a quick and split. Down the street, uh-huh. they don't have quick split no more. I don't think. Is there Jamaican spots Western. out there? Yeah, um, there's not ones like as on some childhood shit. But recently, when I was still living over there, probably like a year and a half ago, I was started going to a place called Peppers. Uh-huh. I think it's called Peppers, bro. It's right on Van Ness in, in Slauson. Um, it's just fire. Yeah, fire Jamaican spot. So what's the culture shock like when you leave going to school with all the people you grew up with and now you're in Redondo, which I would imagine is like a predominantly so white fucking, school? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hell what, yeah. What's that like? Uh, it's, it's like you said, it's just a, it's another world. Um, yeah. I went up there, ninth grade, on, with a whole other mentality, like ready to fight. Ready to talk shit, ready for, you know what I mean? Like, and where. Uh, and you probably didn't need to be in that yeah, mentality I had at all. No, yeah, yeah, I switched quick. Like, yeah. it was, I didn't have to do that, you yeah. know what I mean? And um, it was free dress. Like, you could wear hats to school, you could wear whatever you wanted. You know, in the LA school, public school, you can't wear hats, you know right. what I'm saying? It's usually uniform. Because every whatnot. hat, like, has yeah, some hidden meaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's different gangs and different right. hats and colors, all that shit. So, well, with the coast, it was like, it was, a, it was, it was dope for me. Like, it was different at first, I didn't like it. 
But then as I eased into it and got adjusted, I'm like, this shit cool. I ain't got to worry about nothing. Like, I ain't worry about fighting. I ain't worry about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was yeah. just cool. Like, right. it, was, it was nothing. But I still, like, I still cling to all the black people at the school. Like, my best friends there are black from the hood, too. So. They were getting busted in as well? Um, yeah, someone was lying about the address. And, uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, when you... <laughs> This may be a weird question, but like when you go to a school like that where you're like the new kid and you and you got a group of black friends or all the white kids like, hey man, what's up? Can we be friends? Oh, like, for sure. They just yeah, wanna, like they, be they, down. Uh, yeah, they 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 often introduce themselves and yeah. hey, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and I found it weird. So for me, I'm like, I'm not used to that. Yeah. You know, LA niggas are standoffish. Like you don't really right unless some funny shit happen, you connect like that. Yeah. So it, you know, I I you know. I don't know, it was weird. But my, like I said, my first friends were black. Like, yeah. the homie D to this day is my, my, my boy. He's the first friend I had in America because he was black. He was in my class. We was the only two black people in the class. And he, he made it an effort to holler at me. Like, yeah. you look at my, my boy. Like, I'm like, I see you, man. We uh, in here, boy. In, so, the, in the studio, when you guys can see, he's making like a salute, uh, a salute gesture yeah, as well. Like, I see yeah, you. Yeah, I see funny. you. Straight up. But uh, it was mad funny, man. So, yeah. But nah, like, I have a lot of white friends like because of that. And like I said, even before that, like, my mom, like, exposed into the beat so I wasn't like too like right. stranger not too much of a stranger to the situation so um, it was fun for me it was a fun experience it was a totally different experience from living Ooh, ooh shit you good, that's my fine. bad from living in the hood and then going over there and see how they live and I was still when I first went to America I was still living on 65th so I would go to school there and then go back and then go back to the hood and yeah. I'm like damn this shit sucks like, right. you know what I mean like, I'm back to this shit right. but then like I said like in the 10th grade we moved over there when they finally separated the apartment over there so yeah, I, I lived a different life I, I'm pretty pretty diverse dude. yeah well rounded yeah. I, I used to listen to this podcast podcast called the champs and i've talked about this on the podcast a bunch but uh it was these two dudes neil brennan who is like the co-creator of the Chappelle show and then this other, shit. yeah right and so he's a white dude and then this other guy moshe moshe kasher but the whole thing was they're like two white comedians um and they would only interview black comedians mm-hmm. right and so one of the questions that neil used to always ask people was was like did you grow up around any white people right and it was just funny because like it was almost like this direct correlation of like the more successful the comedian is, the more exposed he was to white people because it's like really hard to, <laughs> it's really hard to like uh, navigate through an industry that's dominated by white people. It's real. It, you know what I mean? Like, uh, unfortunately, the way the system is built, it's, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, I always end up going on race. No, race. hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. Like yeah. I said, like people don't like to talk about it, but it's the truth. And right. That's all you can do is talk about the fucking truth. There ain't something right. wrong. Uh, that's what I like to talk about because I feel like most people try to pitter-patter around it so oh, much and I'm just like open the convo. Yeah. Um, so do you start going to like different kind of parties and shit then once you're in the high school? Are you going to the like fucking white parties in Redondo? Yeah, I went to... How's that? Um, I didn't start because it's funny. Uh, turn this shit off. But, um... <laughs> man, so many stories. Um... Yeah, they're totally different, bro. It's, yeah. a, it's a different type of party. It's a different type of scene. And for the first two years of me going there, because I didn't live there, I didn't go to any of the, the white parties. I didn't right. go to none. I didn't even have white friends still to that. You know what I'm saying? I was right. still with my dudes on the block. And, um, you know, I had the homies that I met at Coast of the Black Dudes and shit. And they was going to them early. Like, uh-huh. they started ninth, 10th grade going to them. And they right. would tell me about them. Like, yo, these shit's, like, you tripping. Like, they got the drinks. They turning up. Like, right. Oh, I'm down or whatever. So when I moved out there, that's when I really started, like, going to all the parties down there. Because I was down there now. So I was like, all right, I got no excuse. I'm going down. I'm figuring it out. And, yeah, yeah bro, it's, a, um, it's different. <laughs> but, um... 
Those white it's, girls that are snow bunnies. You know, they, they turn up a little different, yeah. but it's fun. Like, I, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I'm not mad at it at all. But yeah, I definitely went to a lot of the parties in right. 10th grade and end of 10th grade and down. Like, the summer into 11th grade and down, I started, mm-hmm. like, really fucking with them out there. And Did you end up getting a car? I can adjust it. Uh, high not school? a high hell, nah. no. No? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I How do you, so you just bust everywhere in LA? I bust everywhere, yeah. bro. I used to bust everywhere. I got a ride If I was lucky Mom, dad give me a ride But I was used to the bus system I bust everywhere Where else in LA Would you go Other than Redondo Would you ever try to Like explore the city On the bus As far as Just as uh, far as like Did you Did you? Would you go out to Hollywood Would you go downtown would nah, you, ever, you know what I mean Nah I, I wasn't interested yeah. I was, I, I, Like I said If I had somewhere to be I would bust there Right But if I had nowhere to be And I had no ride Then I'd probably just kicking air at the homie house that's close enough yeah. to walk or, or bus too. Right. Um, I used to bus to the homie house. Dion there shot the dreams video at, but that was after high school. Yeah. Um Before that, listen, my mom was strict too, so I couldn't. I didn't have the freedom to just bus everywhere and just be out all day every day. Like right. I didn't have that freedom unless she was gone. There was a point where she was working like two or three jobs at one time, huh. and that's when I really started like being out. You know, what I mean, my dad cared, you but like he didn't. Yeah, my dad was a little more like nonchalant, like. He cared, of course, but like he was more not. He, he a man, you know what I mean. He know yeah. what it is. I'm a, you know, he raising a son. So, honestly, it's funny on my side because um, um, my dad, my dad's family, like on my dad's side, like yeah. they, my, my grandpa was like the the uh, the chief of the village type shit. Like, oh no like way! That. He had like ten wives. Wow, forty some kids. Wow, yeah, literally. And um, so I got mad cousins everywhere, all over. Did <laughs> you get to ever meet your grandfather then? No, he died before. Uh-huh. I, I think he died before I was born. Um. My grandma was still alive. Yeah. Um, That's why I got his tattoo, actually. Yeah. She, we were supposed to go out there. My dad ain't been to Africa since. Since he moved out. He fucking moved out, right? And we always talked about going out there to visit his mom. Well, now that things are going well for you. I mean, she she died. Oh, yeah. So, um, she died. But, like, we always talked about going out there to visit her. And he was making plans to go out there just to, like, visit her. And she had died, I want to say, uh... Three years ago oh, Three, four shit. years ago Something like that So right. his tattoo I got it says uh, Though I didn't meet you In this life I will in the next Cause I've talked to her On the phone yeah. Before and all that But I've never met her And we always had plans To do it And she died Before we got the chance That's a bummer So um, yeah It was a bummer And um, yeah But like So like they My dad He wasn't privileged Like even being In the privileged family In Nigeria Is still like Not different. the same <laughs> But like um, I feel like he's living in a sense, worse than he was in Africa. No shit. Because like yeah. he's in the hood and like he's just regular job. And, yeah. Um. You know he's been in the same. He's been in the same crib forever, man. Since right. I was six years old, he's been there. And right. I I can't wait to get him out of there, bro. I, I really can't wait to quit his. Tell him quit that fucking slave ass job he got. And, and what was it that kind of like turned it around between you guys, where you were able to start? Uh, you said you didn't have much of a relationship with him as a kid, and now it's kind yeah. of opened up a little bit. Did, was there a turning point that you can think of? Um, uh, I th- honestly, I just think he was quiet, man. And my yeah. mom was very controlling. Shouts out to you, mommy. I love you, but you was very controlling. And, um, <laughs> I had a very overbearing mother. She was as very well. overbearing. Yeah, and like, she was very controlling. My dad didn't really have too much say. So I don't. I don't want to say say so. Cause I don't know exactly what's going on. I was a yeah. kid. I'm just from my perspective and my right. observations, and me knowing now and being older. Um, but like I, he let her rock, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. and that, as a man should, like you, you know want to want the best the for way. Yeah, he let her rock. You know yeah. what I mean? He let her rock and. You know, um, he didn't show up to all the events, which I'm not mad at. I was never mad at that. Like, he was always right. in the house. At least I, there's a lot of 
people I know that had it had their dads. Now I was just happy to have a father and career. He provided when we wanted food, he would pay for food, and boom, you know what I'm saying. Right. But like we, he's a quiet dude. Like we never had too much conversation, just regular yeah. conversation. He would scold me when I needed to be scolded, tell me some mad shit when I needed to hear it, and I was that. You know what I'm saying? It was a straight father son type shit. Same my mom, say son mother shit until I got older, and then we started like Vibing. being. You know what I mean? Like now yeah. me, my, like, my dad, like I don't know if you care if I say, it, but you know he smoked weed. I smoke weed yeah. with him and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's cool. Like. Cool, oh, cool, wait, what man. was that? Uh, we smoke weed. I'm calling the cops. Yeah, right call now. him, no, man. Call him up. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, that's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad that you guys are starting to open yeah, it up. Yeah, mad cool. You know, I had a very similar relationship with my parents where it was like my mom was kind of like wore the pants in a, in a sense. Right. Where like she handled all the bills. She made sure we got to where we were supposed to be all the time. She was the organizer. Yeah, she organized and my dad that. was kind of there. And he, it was the same way. Like we didn't have a very open, like emotional connection. It was like when we're in trouble, he's the one that's going to handle right. that shit and tell you to fucking watch your P's and Q's. But it was it, never he like he wasn't on some like life advice shit. Yeah, or like, it was never or, school. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, though, my dad, uh, I ended up getting Alzheimer's before I ever had a, like a chance to heal that relationship. Oh, so man. I'm happy for you that you're getting to heal that relationship. And well, my man, advice to you, you as a young man is to like stick stick, stick with yeah. it and fucking keep with that relationship. Right, cool, you're right. Yeah. So I'm anyway, gonna call that man. I, I'd be fucking yeah, giving nah, people I'm unsolicited glad I pep talks. I got no. Nah, I'm glad I heard that. I gotta yeah. call that man. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. So anyhow, the reason that I was asking if you used to bust to different areas in in LA, right? Because right around the time that you would have been Mm, like 14, 15, 16, there were, there was a lot of stuff. There was a, there's a big hip hop scene going on in kind of like Westchester, LA, like mm. not that far from where you were called, the, the, like, called the spliff. The well, yeah, around the jerky movement, there was a shit going on called the spliff and like YG used to go there and perform Ty Dolla Sign, like mad, mad fools that have like done shit now yeah. are like would go there. And, and, um, when I listen to your raps, I kind of, it, whether you know it or not, I hear influence of like th- that area that you're from. I hear it in your raps, like whether it be like my old homie. Th- I, I have this homie Kale that used to rock around there. That like I kind of hear like some of his style in you, and like or like Schoolboy, oh. uh, like like it's just like this neighborhood style that is inherent in your raps right. that you might not even realize. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you had local influences. That's why I asked that question of where you would go. Like local influences, like um. Like in my generation, like local influence yeah, type sure. shit. Not really, bro. Um, yeah. Not now. I do like I appreciate the music. Like I said, I never really got deep into the music, like even researching music until like later on, like yeah. fifteen, sixteen. That's when I really started like doing my research. I was always hearing music. I knew about artists and shit like that. But yeah. Um, and like me going to Miracosa kind of fucked up my LA scene too, as mm-hmm. far as like the the, the music shit because mm-hmm. I wasn't around. You know what I mean? I, when I moved, I wasn't around like that, so I kind of lost a couple years of like. The LA scene, mm-hmm. um, so I went. I was influenced by by that, but I always was aware of them. Mm-hmm. I was always aware. I always hear their shit, but I went. I was influenced. Um, I don't know what I was influenced by. I, I'm influenced by a lot. I, I always like old interviews. Always have names, mm-hmm. but now I think about it, bro. I'm like, man, I was. I bet it's not even. I don't even have a have favorite artists or like people. I, I used to give names, but like it's now. It's like. Now I think about it, it was so much shit that I listened to that I used to be influenced by. Like I used to a lot of reggae, a lot of rock shit. My mom used to play just to keep it different. A lot of rap shit, nineties rap shit, R and B. I listened to all type of different. What type rock of shit, bands so. was your mom into? Uh, she used to fuck with. Uh, I'm not good with. I bet you Steely Dan. I don't know. No. I don't know, bro. I I don't even know yeah. if it's rock. It was just right. right I want to be different. ignorant, but call it white people music. <laughs> 
That's but, what it was. Uh, it was some of it was rock. Some of it was like whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't know, bro. It was like uh, I wish I had some names, bro. I know she likes Coldplay a lot. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I like Coldplay too. Yeah, they're hard. Um, I just saw that interview with Lil, Lil Yachty with Narwar, and he was talking about he loved Coldplay oh, too. Really? I can't fuck with Coldplay. You don't like Coldplay? I, I never I really like got Coldplay. it. I, I never got into it. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm not like a fan where right. I, I dissected this shit, but like I, you know, and the I, songs I heard, I'm like, yeah, I like I that. See that Coldplay <laughs> tattoo, bro? <laughs> <laughs> just got it. No, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm not good with the names as yeah. far as that genre of music but like right. if I hear the shit I'm like yeah that's I heard used to hear that a lot I used to hear that a lot right yeah I just was I, I was always as I've been listening to your music for the last couple of years I've just always wondered if there was like a local dude that took you under the wing I guess is nah. kind of what I was asking nah yeah, nobody nobody yeah. bro nobody yeah. I didn't really get like like I said bro I didn't even <laughs> nobody even knew I rapped till like I signed like type right. shit like I was rapping undercover like a couple of the homies knew I was trying to rap, but like it was never a thing for me. Like I wasn't in the city cracking like Okaz. Like I wasn't known like that as far right. as like music and shit at all. Oh, I, I, you know I, what I mean. Oh, so I, I feel like I, I stay. I keep my ear pretty much uh, to like what's going yeah, on. And just, yeah, I never, never. I never seen you on a flyer or nothing. Nobody. I was like, where did this guy come Nobody. from? Nobody. I didn't know. Like yeah. it was nothing. I had perform. I never performed a day in my life. Right. It was nothing. I was. Right. I was recorded yeah. that shit. Put it out, man. You had shit. a very unique experience with that because it weird. doesn't happen for most people like yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty weird. You, you were definitely in the right place at the right time, yeah. but also had the right skill set. Right apparently. shit, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, so after high school, like you graduated high school, course, and where, yeah. were you, where were you about to go? Did you, were you going to uh, go to school at all? Yeah. Uh, that was the plan. Yeah. You know, I didn't get accepted nowhere. My grades was whatever. Yeah. I think I got accepted into um, to Bakersfield, which is like a Cal State, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cal right. State. I got accepted there, then I... Was it Bakersfield? No, nah, it wasn't Bakersfield. It was another school, I think, in a... Ba- Fuck. Maybe it was Bakersfield. I don't fucking know. Bakersfield, was, for, those Bakersfield. You, for those of you not in California, Bakersfield is the armpit of California. Definitely. Like, you don't want, you <laughs> you don't don't want, want to live to be in Bakersfield. There. You don't want to be there at all. This shit boring as shit. Yeah, it's hot as fuck, It's hot too. as fuck. It's boring. It's a bad place to be. No yeah. girls, nothing. It's bad. Right. Um, so yeah. what's the, so after you but, don't get accepted to any schools that you want, what's the pivot? Like, what did you decide to You go to, to a community college. Yeah. So I went to community college. And it's not, I got accepted to a school, and then I fucked up my second semester in my last year mm. in math. I was bad at math. Mm. And, um, so yeah, I went to El Camino College. Oh yeah, I know El Camino. Of course, this is a go-to. Right. I went there, failed all my classes, no never shit. showed up. I used to show up uh, drunk sometimes. You show up high. I had a problem, bro. Like I was skipping class. I then I, I dig it. I finally got a job. Then I got a car, and I definitely wasn't going. Like after I, cause I was the bus to El Co. Still after eighteen, nineteen. Then I got a job finally, and then um, I, I finessed the car, a little two door Ford Explorer. Shit was terrible. <laughs> Terrible, like right. this shit broke down every every day, right. literally uh, overheating and shit. And uh, I just never showed up, man. And the times I did, I fall asleep in class. And like you know, in college they don't care, like they're right. not gonna like try to wake you up. They gonna be like niggas, like whatever, like yeah, no, no one's on you. no one's writing yeah, you for your success like right. they will in high school. Right. Yeah. So I was doing terrible, like yeah. I was just fucking up, and you know I didn't really care. And uh, but that was a time where I really, cause I started rapping at sixteen. Uh-huh. As far as as a hobby and like picking up a pen and like just trying it, you know what I mean. I didn't really take it seriously to like eighteen, nineteen. Like that's why I was like, I think I'm kind of good. Like I got some shit. Like I feel like this shit is hard. I know what good shit sound like. So during the time of college, I met a dude who uh, had a studio right down the street from El Camino College. So I would do school and go to his studio and I would record and I would pay him 
Like I was, I'm know. curious about your like. I'm, I'm curious about your process when you first start because I, mm, I, okay, I find like the, about I find the origins like really interesting. Yeah. So like when you say you're rapping by yourself at 16, are you like? YouTube's already around at that point. Are you just like searching YouTube for like instrumentals to like rap yeah, on and yeah. just like in your in your room by yourself? Hell yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, yeah, it was just me looking for beats. You're right. You know, I had no producers or nothing. But it's funny, man. How I got started rapping was yeah. me and two other homies. It was a bet. We was like, look, I don't know how the bet came, but we was like, look, we gonna write a verse. Yeah, and whoever got the best verse, whatever. Like, let's just see who got the best verse. Like, right. it wasn't no bet to the winning something, but like, right. we was like, let's see who come up with the best verse to this beat. It was like a Lil Wayne song or some shit. Uh-huh. And I'm the only dude that came back with a verse. Everybody was like, ah, right. They, they, f- they got, flaked they on flaked You know what I mean? And yeah. I was the only one that came with a verse. So did you still perform it for him? Yeah, I spit it to him. What'd they say? Uh, I can't remember, bro. But no, I remember it, it was no, pretty it, but, fucking whack. But what did they say about it? Were they like, oh, shit. No, them? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what they said. Oh, okay, right? okay. You know, them, they probably, I don't know. No yeah. one, them, they probably talking shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I remember that. Like, I really stood up, stayed up the whole night and, and, and wrote fucking verse you yeah. know what I'm saying it was my first verse ever and I came back spit a phones whatever and then how I really got to start rapping though even before um, even after that or was it before that before that okay so this is how I started rapping I met a dude named Chris Martin bro uh-huh. um, oh from Coldplay that's the lead I, singer of Coldplay I know <laughs> that's funny as fuck that's mad funny yeah Chris fucking Martin oh, his shit. real name is Josh Martin but yeah. like we call him Chris Martin yeah and um he rapped like he's from Inglewood but he went to, he got shipped to Miracles as well okay. same situation yeah and um he rapped, and he was pretty fucking good. Yeah. And we was the same age, and I'm like, yo, this kid, not bad. And I always had the mentality of like, man, if that motherfucker can do it, I could do it too. Right. So I was like, all right, that's when the whole shit started, and I was like, let me try to like write some shit. Uh, that's why I'm trying to start some writing some shit. It's fucking... <laughs> if you saw who it was right now, you would be dying. I'm not going to say that out loud, but the, the name on this is mad funny. <laughs> 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 yeah, about, that's but, uh, but uh, yeah, so that's how I got started, and yeah. like um, it became just hobby and me trying to just be better than him. You know what I mean? Just yeah. comp- friendly competition type yeah, shit. Right. So that's how I got started. But um, after that, um, you know, I met with his people. That's how I got friends with these folks in this room right here with yeah. Tone and Mees, my manager Tone and Mees. He's my producer, mm-hmm. and um, he knew them. Oh, work. that's Mies in there? Yeah, it's Mies. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, the dark-skinned dude. Dope beats, man. I didn't realize that was you. My bad. But yeah, Mies, he makes he makes all my... Yeah, he made all yeah. the cause and effect. He did a lot of nothing personal. Nah, hey, he I didn't even realize that. <laughs> hey, beats, flames, flames. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's him. And uh, that's how I met them, through Chris Martin. Yeah. And um, I started working with Tone. Tone knew some dudes who had a studio and shit. So I went with Tone one day and I recorded my first song. It was called... I did it on a beat. A Drake beat, um, Mo Millie. Mo Millie. And uh, the nigga Tone took me over to Tito's. <laughs> and I recorded that joint. And I had bars in that bitch. I ain't gonna lie. Like, really? I, I went in, dog. I had bars in there. Yeah. For 16, it was really like my first little shit. And that's when niggas was like, yo, you kind of fucking hard. Right. And that's when I started, like, I can kind of do this. I kept doing it, but I wasn't taking it too seriously. Yeah. So after I did Mo Millie, I met some dude named Shetty. He emailed me, he hit me up, he reached out like, yo, you that's you, you 16, and you did that Mo Millie shit? I'm like, yeah. How did he hear it? Did you put it on MySpace? I or put it on YouTube. YouTube, okay. Put it on YouTube, it's yeah. down now, it's gone. Yeah, Long right. gone. I of took course. it down like right after. But um, I put it up and he heard it and reached out and like he started trying to work with me. He had a, a mic, he had the headphone, whatever. He knew how to engineer a little bit. He was trash. Right. Now I think about it, but like we both was trash. Right. And he used to come to the crib in Redondo 
and he would record me, but I used to bullshit. I used to, like, he would come through, I didn't have nothing written, I used to freestyle, right. just fuck around, you know what I'm saying? He was doing it for free, and then he got kind of, like, tired of me, like, you know. You're not he, taking it serious he, Yeah, I wasn't taking it seriously, so I ain't mad at it. Yeah. Um. So, you know, he dipped off, and I really took it serious. That's why I, when I got to El Camino, that's when I started, like, you know what, this cool shit ain't for me. Yeah. I gotta like, figure something out. I gotta figure out. something out. Like right. I'm at least try to go hard in this rap shit. So uh-huh. I, I started I met the dude and I recorded with him and I was paying him with the money I was making off the job and whatnot and um, you know. It was mad funny, man. Right. Well, so now we can kinda get into where you're at now because I, I feel like it's been a it's probably been a very fast ride since that. Mm-hmm. Um the last two years have probably flown by really fast for you, I would imagine. It did. Yeah. So how old are you when you write dreams? 18? 19? 19. 19. So you write that song. And just like everyone who's heard that song, you probably also knew like, oh shit, this is like something, right? As we said. So how do you get it to where you're like, okay, we got to make a video? Who, like who, who, how do you, how do you work it out to like make a fucking dope video out of it? Well, um, Tony Mees, like I know before I even got involved, they always had talks of like trying to start a label yeah, or whatever. So, um, but they didn't, you know, they didn't have nothing yet. Nobody had nothing. Like, it was just in the talks. And right. I know in my mindset, I was like, I was the same way. Like, I always went to have my own shit. So, you know, they had a plot and uh, they had an idea like, yo, you should come up with a demo. Because they, they used to go to Interscope. Like, I think they interned, Tony used to intern, to oh, intern at Interscope and shit. And yeah. then uh, Mies would go up there too as well. And so they knew, like, a couple people. Yeah. Or whatever. So um, it was a dude named Tunji. That's how, that's how I, I met fucking Tunji. That's how they probably that's how met I met Tunji. Okay. They knew Tunji, and that's, yeah. you know, even when they weren't going back to Interscope, they still was cool with Tunji. Hey, shout out Tunji. He shout got, the fuck out He got to Tunji, his hands bro. in, like, everything in LA. Yeah, yeah he's he, killing it, dog. Hey, you he's know, doing he, his he was thing also right now. a dope rapper back in the day. Uh, he's played me as shit. I've known Tunji for, like, probably 10 years, man. Yeah. 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 Tunji's my boy, man. That's dope that you know him. He's a good dude. He's a very good dude. Love that. I went to his wedding and everything, bro. Oh, yeah. No shit. Two year anniversary. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. You know it's good. I follow on Instagram. Uh, yeah, me too. But uh <laughs> That's funny. So that's how yeah, they met so, Tunji going yeah, up to yeah. Interscope. Okay. Exactly. So, so the um, world's starting to get a little smaller now. It's getting smaller, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. They had the idea to come with a demo. I'm like, you know, yeah, let's do a demo. Yeah. We did a demo. I had a couple of joints on there, I had dreams. I did I had Cody Mac on there. I had uh I'm the man. Come get it. No. Nah. nah, nah, I'm the man. I ain't do that yet. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm the man was a freestyle first. Okay. I had I'm the man, but I didn't show him. I didn't present it to. Uh-huh. I don't think I presented that to to him. Yeah. Demo. But um, I'm the man was a freestyle that I did, not the one you know now. Yeah. But it was a freestyle that sounds way different than that. But I fed off of that and made that okay. what it was. But um, yeah, it was like four songs on there, and uh, they played it for Tunji, and he was like, "Yo, the kid's dope," and like I want to help out, so he helped out, and he he directed us to the to the dude who shot the dreams video. We. All came out of pocket. Who shot the dreams video? John Miserata. Oh, I think okay. John John Miserata, something like that. Okay. So we paid him like six hundred dollars. Yeah. Everybody pitched in. We shot that video, man. Got it done. So yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those videos where like if you're not from this area, you wouldn't recognize how fucking California that song, that video exactly. is. You know what I mean? It's like mad it, South like Central. yeah, it's so South Central, and people wouldn't realize it if they never been there mm-hmm. because it just looks like. I don't know. Like it looks like a nondescript driveway and 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 back parking lot mm-hmm. or like garage, but it's like every fucking crib in South Central has that garage and that yeah. backyard. You know, yeah, like that's the up. uniform that's look. Everybody's shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, this kid! He's like, uh-huh. this is like some local killer shit. This uh-huh. is dope." Yeah. 
That's so funny because like I was telling you off air, like when I first seen you, the only person that I knew that I followed on Twitter that was following you was Tunji. And now that all makes sense. And that's who I first reached out. I said, hey, Tunji, I see that you're following this kid on Twitter. I'm like, how do I, how do I get a hold of him? Dope, man. Yeah, it's funny. Dope. Uh, <laughs> it's so, funny. Everybody got their like own little story about. It's a small about, world. Man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. So Tunji helps out and he's got that demo. And then how does it, how does it fucking go from, you got this one video out to all of a sudden you're on Dreamville. All right. So, um, Dreamville is Dreams, J. Cole's label for yeah. those of you who don't know that are paying attention. Yep. All right, go ahead. Um, so yeah, I dropped Dreams. When I dropped that shit, uh, shit kind of went crazy, man. Uh, fucking every label them reached out. Like, labels were reaching out. Like, no shit. So it was, I had a lot of meetings before I met with Cole. I met with different artists too. I met with the game. I met with White Clef, or I had a phone conversation with White Clef. I, had, I met up with Nas manager. Oh no shit! Um, I met up with a lot of different people, and uh, along the way, I met Matt. My name is Matt. That's my yeah, manager. That's who I've been yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, him. And uh, he know he actually went to college with J Cole. Oh no shit! So he's been knowing him like just on some homie shit. Yeah, and uh, and he's also plugged in the industry as well. Um, but um, so he was like when I met him, he was like, "Yo, like." You want me to take it to Cole? Like, I know Cole personally. Like, you want me to, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, Cole, one of my favorite artists. You know, right. I'm just to see what he thinks. Like, I don't know if I'm going to sign with him or not. Right. We was actually thinking about signing with 300 at first. Like, we was, had, we was like, almost close to signing. Really? So we was very, very close to signing with 300. That's Leor Cohen shit. Leor right? Cohen shit. Yeah. I met with them, yep. Yeah. And uh, That's who Thug is on and, yep. like, Post Malone All and them. Migos. Right? Exactly, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they was, they was trying to sign me or whatever. Right. But, um, so Matt, like, yeah, I'm going I'm to take it to Cole, see what he think. Hit me up, like, yo, Cole wants you to come to the crib. Like, he loves it. No shit. He want to meet you. And he was he was working in Hollywood at the time. He was working on the 2014 Force Hills Drive shit. Yeah. So I went to his house. Um, I can't remember if it was the next day or, like, the weekend or some shit. But we went over there, and uh, we chopped it up. And then he wanted to hear what else I had. And at the time, I had, like, 90 85% of Cosmic Effect, Effect done. Yeah. So um, I played him what I had, and... He was sold. Like he was like, man, I fuck with it. Like honestly, I fuck with it. Like, like if you want to fuck with us or not, like you should do this and that. Like he was just, I could tell he was a genuine dude. It was like a family vibe. Like he's just a cool dude. He's very humble and he's just regular fucking person, man. Mm-hmm. So it just felt right and the situation was right. We, you know, we talked business and boom. Yeah. Uh, for those of you listening right now, I, I would suggest if you haven't heard Cause and Effect, just like pause this, put it on hold, <laughs> go to Spotify and listen to Cause and Check Effect. It out. Amazing like debut tape. I, I really, really love it. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Thank um, yeah. So then, where does it go from there? Like, ha- what happens after you sign to a label? Like, you have a budget all of a sudden and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, you, yeah it just you, went from zero to one hundred. Right? Do you, just, do you just like instantly <laughs> move man. off a of sixty fifth and, and like not instantly? Or, nope. Yeah, it's not how it goes. All right, yeah. so this how this, I'm gonna put y'all motherfuckers on game for you yeah. rappers that want to rap. You don't get that check immediately, dog. You sign that paper, you are gonna be broke still right. for the next couple months. I was, you know, what I'm saying, like I was signed. But I have nothing still. I was still on 65th, uh-huh. dropping a bucket ass car, no money in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh, you and know, you I started. Also, you had to kind of go into hiding mode too. I feel like, didn't you? Yeah, I was chilling, bro. I was on the low, like you know. But like, 
Cause they made well, I, cause I know because the the original video had to get deleted, and you yeah. kind of like went. It was yeah. like the I remember the the first week that it came out, it was like boom on every on every like major publication and, and blog, uh-huh. and then it was like you didn't hear nothing about you for like a couple months. Yeah. I was like something's in the works. Yeah. You had to like kind of go. And I had hide to chill it. out. Like yeah. I didn't drop nothing. Nothing It was just straight right. like right. you know they had to make a whole new game plan for me. Right. And you know they wanted me to move a certain way. Not one like I could do whatever I want really. Like they give me their freedom, which I love them for. But then, you know, I'm going to listen to whatever they suggest. I trust yeah. them. And if it makes sense to me, you know, right, right. I'll do it. But, you trust um, the process. I trust it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but, um, yeah, bro. So, uh, driving a bucket, still, I was on still, 65th. still on 65th, bro. Yeah. Like doing still regular shit, bro. I didn't get the money till months later. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot, you know, it was a good amount of money. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't really know how to act. So I was like, I mean, I didn't, I'm not a dude that's just blowing money because I'm used to not having money. What was money. the first dumb shit you bought? Uh, dumb shit <laughs> Did you blow any dumb shit Damn I, I don't know if I really I, I wouldn't call it dumb I just bought a bunch of Like honestly bro The only shit I spend money on Is food and clothes dog. Yeah, like yeah. I just wanna look good yeah. And I wanna eat good So yeah. it'll be food and clothes But you know I bought a big ass TV That was nice. pretty fucking expensive Put it in my dad's house He still got that Hell yeah uh, I got dope. a car You know what I mean yeah. I bought my got I bought a car Got rid of that bullshit <laughs> You know, got me a little something fresh. Nice. I'm about to. I crashed that though, so I'm about to get something. Oh no, <laughs> you're out here. Yeah, yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, my, but um, nah, yeah. I just usually spend my money on clothes, food, and I, I'm I'm pretty smart with my money. I, so I, I had to be smart with my money yeah. growing up, so I, I'm the same way, man. I'm still cheap as fuck. Like, where'd you decide to? Where'd you decide to go when the money did come in after after you like after you leave the uh, original home base? I live in Van Nuys now, man. Oh, okay. You know, that's, why all the, that's why all the rappers go to the Valley, man. Yeah. They all go to Calabasas, Van Nuys, Woodland Hills. All I live in Van Nuys, so yeah. Um, we got a studio at the crib. It's a it's a built in studio in the back. Dope. Um, it was already there before we even had oh, it. Who, that's, that's why, the reason whose why. spot was it before? It was some rock band. No way. I don't know if they were like it's Coldplay. Super. It might have been. <laughs> It was fucking cold. Like, I <laughs> talked to them personally. I like, I went to crib, man. Yeah, Chris like, Martin. I wish, man. Again. I wish that shit was probably fly. Uh, I got a little. I got a little small crib, but the studio was fucking amazing. So yeah. I got it because of the studio. It's, it's like a legit looking studio at That's the crib. Crazy. So That's so crazy that people like build a studio and then just leave it and there. leave. Man, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, all I had to get was the equipment. So wow. that was cool with me. That's you real dope. the equipment, the mics, and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I love it, man. Did I'm, you I'm move? Out. Did you move like uh, the like? Homies in Are, are you living yeah, with I'm people Yeah I'm living with me yeah. I'm living with Tom Yeah so it's like a little Black hole of creativity yeah, Like just yeah, like People yeah. working on stuff All straight the time Straight up straight, I mean yeah You know we slack off a lot too Right You know what I mean and I, I'm usually gone That's the problem I'm, I'm gone a lot So even yeah. when I got the crib Oh I know Bruh yeah you know <laughs> I, I'll be gone bro So yeah. Um, I finally, I'm finally starting to get some time, like especially summertime, bro. Summertime is busy doing shows, festivals, right. tours, blah blah blah. Right. But um, after August, man, I'm chilling. I'm really gonna lock down on this album and, yeah. and figure it out. So um, recently, I've just been, I've been in the studio like every day. So are your shows with Cole in 2015 like some, not only like huge tour dates, but are they are those some of your like first shows ever too? Mm-hmm. How's that? My first time ever performing on the stage. What's the learning curve? It was on like? J. Cole shit. My first time ever performing. That's so crazy. It was in 2000. When did I get signed? It went in 2014. When did I go on the, uh, to my to early be. 2015? Yeah. Because I dropped Cause in the Feck in October. You, I think you were already signed. I was signed, on tour. You, you I went to on the, signing 14. I was signing 14. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I went on that tour. I went on the Dollar and the Dream shit with them, I think. Okay. Was that 2014? Early? Yeah. It had to be. I only performed... 
I went out with them and Bob brought me out. He would bring me out to do two songs. I did Dreams I'll Do I Need That with him. My first time I ever performed was at the Highline Ballroom in New York. Wow. My first time ever performing it was on Cold Tour. What'd it feel like? It was uh, it was amazing, bro. I was drunk. I made sure I got drunk because I was nervous. Right. So I was like, let me kill these nerves, man. So I, I drank and then... I remember uh, I was yelling a lot on the mic. Of course. I wasn't nervous anymore, but I was yelling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wasn't experienced on the mic at all as far as performing. I had no experience at all. So I just go up there and I'm just screaming. Oh, man. That's the hardest habit to break. Up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, but I, I, my shit is totally different now. Like, you I get it. Two you, years experience now. Did you get, so. like, in your monitors and stuff now? Oh, hell nah, no. No, you don't fuck with in your monitors? <laughs> Not yet. Oh. I ain't there yet. I wish. You're I ain't about there to yet. be. I'm about to be. Hopefully, yeah. man. Yeah. I ain't there yet. But, um, I, I got a way way more down packed than I ever did, man. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's been amazing. Now I got it down packed, but yeah, back then it was funny. My first, like I say, my first performance was with Torba Cole. So that real trial by fire, right yeah, there. That's I was crazy. Thrown in the ocean with the sharks, right? Man. You know what I mean? It was straight, boom, go out there. What no did training. you? What are, What did you learn on your first tour? Uh, what did I learn on my first tour? That um. It's fun and all, but like that shit is very tiring. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like when you think about tour, you just think about the women, the parties, the touring, and like the dream. You know that's what I mean? You think of it's a dream. Like, oh, that's, this shit's gonna be crazy, that's which not how it is. is. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, dog, you be tired. Like, you don't talk about the, the being uh, homesick, uh, the physical shit. The you know what I'm saying? Like, we party every night. Like, pretty much, even if we had a party, we still drinking or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it really becomes Groundhog's Day. It's like, yeah, you're always in. The, you're always. In the same place, even though you're in a different city. Exactly. You're right. You're always in the bus. You're always on the fucking. Exactly. You're in the venue. They all look the same. Exactly. Like, yeah. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was a lot to to get used to. But like, I had a lot of. I, I love touring, bro. That's just fun, man. It's, yeah. I just love traveling and seeing new shit and meeting new new people and yeah. meeting new girls. Nice. When I saw. <laughs> Amen. It's, it's the best vice to have. <laughs> um, sure did. Well, what's next, man? Man, what's next, man? Um, just expect a lot of visuals. I'm about yeah. to I'm shooting a lot of visuals right now for nothing personal. I've been slacking on that, but I've been going. Um, so I still want to push nothing personal. Yeah. Um, Which you so, can you can find that on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and Spotify, that Piff, no? not yeah, Spotify that, yet. Okay. Eventually, it's gonna go on Apple Music and all that. It's, Spotify, it's on SoundCloud. Though. It's gonna get there. Yeah. We're gonna have, we're gonna do that. Yeah. But um, it's on SoundCloud. Uh, Cody, Matt, Cos, whatever you wanna, yeah. whatever you wanna do. Um, that pair of all the other little mixtape websites and shit. So Working I want to drop videos. yeah videos and I got a lot of shows. Um, I got this day and night festival this weekend, of course. Right. And I'm doing a show with Cole next week with Cole and Boz next week in Virginia. Um, and I'm working on my album, man. So I'm just working right now. Yeah, that's man. about it. And I got some other things doing. I just did like a um, a song for a movie trailer that's coming out. Oh no, shit! It's fucking dope. That's dope. Yeah, so that was a big getting little, that movie money. Yeah, get that movie money. That's good. Yeah, so I did a little promo trailer song for them. Yeah. It's called Don't Breathe. Out in theater, I think, August 20th. Some shit like that. How do you feel, man? Are you happy? Fucking, I'm happy, man. You're good? I'm happy than I've been. I'm happy where I'm not content. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, it's still, I got, still got a lot of work to do, man. I'm not nowhere near where I want to be. Right. But I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I want to do. And you, man, you you're, you got it. You got a good thing going right now, and you're so young. You got so yeah. much time, so I'm I'm happy that you're happy. I Thank think you, that man. you got Hell a bright yeah. future. I'm really looking forward to it, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, this was dope. Do you feel good? Did we do what I we came to this do? Was a, hey, this is the best interview I had in a oh, long time, bro. I appreciate Keep it G that. with you, man. Thank you, man. conversation, bro. Thank you. Yeah. That's what we shoot for. Yeah, bro. I, I like this, bro. Cool. Other shit be 
textbook, man. Yeah, I don't like to go man, too much into like whack. gossip or yeah, like, you know stupid what I mean? Just shit. Stupid like, shit, bro. Like, yeah. Uh, all about Cole and shit too. Right. Uh, I, you know the point. <laughs> I don't really know that much about J Cole. I'm yeah, like a little too he, old. For, I'm a little too old to have like been a huge J Cole fan. I think right, he's like a been. younger. He's like a younger kid's right. uh, Jay Z. You look mad, and I'm not guessing you, dog. You look mad young. Uh, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed 35. Oh, it's because it's because I shaved. Put your shit on. I tell people. I tell people. It's because I shaved my head. If you saw how bald I actually am. Like you'd be like, oh, you're like 50, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. We, we, we. Keep eating right, bro. It's, it's doing good for you, dog. Yeah, I told him I was eating drinking right. that water, bro. Yeah, that's, hey, I got my gallon. Drinking right like, gallon I'm, a day, homie. I got a gallon too. It's the wrong <laughs> one, though. Huh? <laughs> got the Henny. Shout out to Henny. The They're a sponsor of Kind of Neat. Um, so, if people want to find you, Cause, where, what do they look for on Twitter? Is it Cody Mac? Yeah, uh, it's it's both. Um, I don't know how to show work. You know, they got the. What's your at? The main name. I think the at is Cody Mac. So at, so at, at yeah. Cody Mac, C-O-D-Y underscore M-A-C-C, not C-K-C-C. Cody Mac, that's for fucking Twitter. That's for Instagram. Yep. Uh, Snapchat is the cam, which is weird. I couldn't get the Mac. I'm going to talk to them and get my my name. Yeah, you verify. But, um, yeah, I'll get it. And uh, it's T-H-A underscore uh, C-C-A-M. It's the cam. So like Mac backwards, the Mac backwards. Okay, and then um, SoundCloud. If you just SoundCloud, honestly like Kaz, the, Cody Mac. yeah, the, oh. the SEO is strong enough to where if you guys just search like C O Z Z, you'll find it. It'll C-O-Z-Z. pop up. Twitter, pop Instagram. Up. You put in C O Z Z, look for the blue check mark. Yeah, oh. that's me right oh, there. You just had it's to stun official. on him. Had to stun on him with it's the blue check mark. <laughs> Um, I appreciate it, man. I've been trying to work uh, to get you in here for a long time, and it went really well. And I'm I'm happy that you came in. I'm glad you had me, man. This is a dope interview, bro. Honestly, glad I came. as you guys know, my name is Lee. Some of you might know me as Intuition. You can follow me at It's Intuition. Uh, follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. Follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. And you know what the deal is. If this is part of your weekly routine and you listen every w- week on a Wednesday and you're, you're on a treadmill or you're in your car listening to this shit... <laughs> Take action this week and follow us or something. Or the more important thing that you can do is go to patreon.com slash kind of neat and uh, pledge a dollar per episode. That's like $4 a month. It's like buying me a beer every month for entertaining you. Do it. Just do that. Do it. I got a fucking dope hype man over here. I'm a hype man. He knows what's up. Go to patreon.com slash kind of neat. Pledge, pledge, pledge. Uh, go to youtube.com slash kind of neat and subscribe if you haven't done that, where we're going to see Cause uh, perform. Dope. I mean, other than that, download the podcast app, search for kind of neat, subscribe, leave five star rating, blah, blah, blah. Be active on YouTube. Tell us who you want to see on the show, et cetera, et cetera. You're not listening at this point. I don't give a fuck, but that fuck. was Cause. My name is Lee, and this Shout was kind of neat. Yeah.